So school started again. My younger daughter started first grade, and so did yours, right? Oh, she did. Yes. Is she enjoying it? She's a big girl now. That's right. Oh, wonderful! I've been really impressed by how the teachers managed to teach them through through games. When I when I ask what they did at school, it seems all they do is play, 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 and yet they end up knowing more about dinosaurs and the different levels of the oceans than I could ever recall. Uh, indeed, they do. So maybe we should also play something to better understand finance. Should we play Monopoly? I'm not sure. There's real value in learning that you win by building a large portfolio of real estate and drive others bankrupt. Well, there's also a game called Risk. Ah, but we recorded an episode on risk management. I now realize that game doesn't deal very much with risk. It should really be called Megalomania or something else instead, shouldn't it? But that reminds me, we have a guy in the risk management directorate at the European Investment Bank who has developed the game all by himself. His name is Vincent Thunis, and he's the head of regulation and best banking practice division. Well, so let's invite him onto the Dictionary of Finance podcast. Play the game with him. So before you became a banker and a risk manager, you actually had a, a very complicated, or oh, a training in a very complicated subject that's completely different. Uh, yeah, indeed. I have a degree in engineering. And after my degree, actually, I did a PhD in fluid mechanics. Well, what's fluid mechanics? Well, it's about describing the, how fluid can, can move, like, for instance, the air in, in the atmosphere or even the water in the seas, for instance. It's one example, yes. But uh, what about liquidity in a bank? Is that fluid? Oh. It's, not, it's not the connection, actually. Oh, but we should all stop and give that the golf clap yeah. right there. Well done. <laughs> Very you. good. Thank you. Liquidity. Excellent, excellent. Okay. <laughs> we should just stop and go home right now. It's not going to get better than that. But let's go on anyway. So how did you get from there into what we're doing now, apart from through puns? Well, actually, to, to model fluid you also use equations, mathematical equations, partial differential equations, for instance, which are also used in other fields like uh, finance. So I think that what's uh, basically made me a suitable applicant for position in a bank. <laughs> ah, yes, partial differential equations. We had that in the financial engineering podcast that we did with Thomas Riberitz. And I've completely forgotten about them. I remember the term. I don't know what they are, though. So we'll, yeah, we'll talk about yeah, that later. But anyway, sure. So all that leads us to something much more playful than you might imagine indeed, after all that indeed, complexity, indeed. which is uh, a game, which should we call it uh, Tunisopoly or Bank Vincent, Vincent? Bank Vincent. Bank Vincent game, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so Bank Vincent <laughs> is, where does it come from? Did you just invent a game because you wanted to, or does it have a reason? Uh, there, there was a purpose to it, actually. I mean, the bank has um, accepted to, to have a few students coming from Central School uh, for now three years, I think. And we offer a sort of introduction to students about uh, 15 years. And the idea was, with this game, to give really the very first introduction to what a bank is before talking about risks. So I think that was the purpose of the game to make it interactive with, with, with the students. So we're going to play through it, and it's going to show us uh, how a bank works, how people invest in, in banks or use banks, but it's also going to show us what can go wrong. 
Exactly. And the concept like what is interest payment, if you make a deposit or if you borrow money, I think it's, it's the basics. So we need to go first to the basics and then we can discuss a bit about risks. Ah, so you're going to be the bank. Okay. So fine. Vincent is the bank. It's Bank Vincent. Alar and I are going to be in it. And we also have two special gamers here. We have Chris and Sophie who are looking really happy to be playing. <laughs> they look about as happy as my kids do when I sit down and say, let's play Monopoly, guys. <laughs> but we're going to play Tunisopoly today. Are you ready to go, guys? Yes. Ready, yes. Excited. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> wow. Good. All right. Well, here we go. Let's play. The floor is yours, banker. Well, I suggest that we basically draw cards to see exactly what uh, each of us will have to do. Okay, I know already that I will be the bank, but okay, many things can be done with a bank. Okay, I so I will, I will start out with, with some uh, with some cash on my hands, right? Okay, that That's would right. be we useful. We'll start out with some money. Well, <laughs> not. Well, let's see if everybody does. But I, so I have 4,000 4, euros to start. Mm -hmm. So you have 4,000 euros. Sophie, mm -hmm. I have 4,400 4, euros. Oh, you, oh no, do right. dollars. Is it dollars? That's right. You, you have 4,400. I actually have nothing. No, I have nothing. You don't have anything. And I have annual revenues of 500 euros. That means I've got 500 euros coming in for the year. So clearly, I'm going to have to take a pretty big punt here, I think. I'm going to be the risk, the risk guy here. Chris, what have you got? I have uh, zero as well, but oh. and 2,000 euros in annual revenue. Oh, ah, good job. Okay. Good job. Okay. And the bank is, is sitting on a huge pile of cash right no, now. No, not really. I mean, I really start with a little amount of money for a bank. 2,000 euros. It's really... Really? Yes, but I need okay. money. I need money from from depositors. Okay. So. Well, I, uh, well, I had I had the four thousand euros, and I'm just gonna deposit that in my in my current account. Well, that's good. But interest rate one percent. Well, you know, well, interest rates are low today. Been, I'm just gonna have to accept that. I guess. Uh, okay. Indeed. Uh -huh. Okay. And, uh, Sophie, what what are you gonna do with your cash? I will deposit as well. You can we accept deposits in foreign currencies, yes. And which uh, uh, which interest rate will you give him? Well, markets today, if it's a term deposit for two years, it will be 2%. Okay, right? I accept it. So she's giving you the money for two years? Yes. yes. Uh -huh. And then we will see after. Mm. Yeah, okay. okay, we will see each other regularly as a banker with his clients. <laughs> well, I have, I have no money. Uh, but I do have, uh, I have. I feel. I feel like there should be some fun going on here. So I want some money from you, yeah. because now you're the bank. You've got money, and you can lend it to me. Because these guys have given true, it to true. you. True, true. I have some cash. But what would you like to do with this money? Well, I'd like uh, ten thousand euros. But I think I'll just have five thousand yeah. for now. I'd be a little bit sensible. Five thousand. Um, but I want it for quite a long time. How uh, long? Mm, six years. Okay. What do you plan to do with it? Uh, I think I'll go on holiday. I'll buy a luxury car, um, which I see from our, uh, our game here. That's going to cost me 2500 for the uh, holiday and uh, 2500 for the luxury car. Well, I trust that you have good support, family support, because otherwise I would not extend that loan to you. But okay, let's, oh, really? let's make the deal. So I've got to get my mum and dad to, to pay Maybe, this for yes, me. Maybe, yes. Really? Yeah. 
Well, well that makes me feel good as a 50-year-old man, but it's okay. It's, it's just a game. <laughs> okay. And Chris, what um, irresponsible thing are you going to do? Okay, well, I have nowhere to live, so that's influencing my decision quite a bit. So I need a house. Mm. So I think it's okay. I mean, this is a safe investment nowadays. Later, maybe come the sports yeah, you, car and the island. Yeah, you have right. a good income, though. Yeah, right. Compared to right. Matt. Oh, that's right. So, you have more than me. So I was thinking of of spending around five thousand euros on a house, no. maybe over three years. Okay. Well, I, I can accept it's too long. It's not too long, so it's probably good. But I will take um, a security on the house. It will be a mortgage loan. I mean. Okay, sure. Which basically means that if you don't pay me, I can seize the house and proceed with the sale, right? Right, sure. Okay. Uh-huh. No. But you can't seize my holiday. Uh, yeah, it will be more difficult, obviously. Ah, and therefore, yeah. your interest rate. That's why my interest rate is, is higher. higher. Indeed. So he's a 4% interest and mine is 6%. Indeed. And ah, your, right. the interest rate for the car, how much would it be then? Mm, I don't know, car, you haven't seen how you, I drive. The car, you? you can seize the car, but uh, the price of the car goes down when mm. you use it. Yeah, mm. I expect you to take care of your car and mm. hopefully you will insure it. Wow. Wow, this is, this is not as much fun as I thought, but it'll do. It's okay. All right, fantastic. So there we go. That's what we've all got our first positions there. Okay. What's the next step, banker? What do we do? Well, you... Well, we all took took two commitments with each other. So now there is the concept of interest rate. So I need to receive and to pay interest rate to some of you. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting some money. Yes, indeed. Um, not that much, but your 1%, indeed, uh, I need to pay you, I think it's uh, 40 euros mm-hmm. for your deposits on your current account. Okay. This is yeah. one year later. Right? That's one year yeah, later. Yeah, indeed. We are one year later. Now. All right. Thank Our listeners, it's been only a few seconds. It might feel like one year, but <laughs> it, on, in the game, it's a year. Indeed. It's a year. All right. So you've got 40 euros there. Uh, that's, for, that's 40 euros. But, but, but what, if, what, if I, um, what if I wanted to, in addition to, to that interest rate, what if I wanted to take out some of my money, like, uh, let's say, 1,000 euros? I want to take out 1,000 euros from, from my current account. It's, it's my money. It's sure it's your money, but then it, well, I have to make sure that I have the money to, to give to you. Actually, now that I'm looking at, at, at my my account, I mean, there is not that much I can pay you, I'm afraid. Uh-huh. So what happens then? What happens to well, I hope, you, I hope you will be reasonable. Now, if you really insist, then I'm afraid that I may be in serious trouble. Indeed, uh-huh. because I've used your cash and I've lent it to other people. Uh-huh. And for longer term, so... I hope you can accept not to withdraw your money now because otherwise I'm really hmm. possibly in default. And then uh-huh. because you have what kind of risk is this? this is, is it liquidity risk? So actually as a bank, I should be able to meet all my obligations in terms of liquidity. Indeed, allow has a right to withdraw his money anytime. But I was not fully cautious enough to keep the cash necessary to serve this kind of request. So actually, yes, uh-huh. I would be in trouble if you would really ask. Uh-huh. For the full amount. So, what does a bank normally do to guard against liquidity risk? Well, either holding liquidity at the short term, this is one option, or what I've not described in this in this small uh, sketch is I could myself then turn to another bank and ask for money to mm. basically bridge 
the, the gap, serve the money, but then I have another commitment, liquidity commitment towards a third party. Mm. But let's okay. imagine that another bank would refuse to lend me money, then I'm really in trouble. All right. No, it's not just you. It's all of us. Then I think so all, all of us are in trouble. All of us are in trouble in that case. And which guarantee would you give to that bank if you don't have any money? No, I'm guaranteed. Like I still have some assets. I mean, all the loans I've extended are still assets. So I'm okay. still a solvent bank, as we say. So it's not like if I'm not creditworthy. It's just that I don't have the cash now. Mm. But mm. if the other bank trusts that I will ultimately get cash back from the loans I've granted then there, is, there will be no trouble. Well, let's hope you do. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you go this time. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to keep my cash on my account to keep you in business for now. Okay. Uh, let's see what else happens. I will get uh, my percent, my percentage, my interest rate. Yeah, and I owe you interest indeed in dollars. So actually, I need to exchange a bit uh, euro against dollar, but it's okay. easier. I can access a broker and give you interest. Okay. So here you are. And if I decide, I reinvest those eighty-eight dollars into the bank. It's possible. Just you could to add indeed. to the, the four thousand four hundred. Wait, you're really conservative, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I admire you, it. Rich, I admire it. You don't want to. So I don't want that money. Oh, so. Okay, you don't yeah. want to go out buy something nice for yourself. You want to mm. come on holiday with me? I have already. Yeah. Everything oh, okay. nice. You have everything. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Must okay. be nice to be you. Whereas I have to pay you back interest. some of some of yes, I have to pay the interest now. Indeed. Right. So while I've been um, swanning around on holiday and driving my car, I've also been getting five hundred. Uh, in my annual revenue. So I have to give you 300 of that now. Yes. Uh, ah, a lot of right. money based on your revenues. Wow, but that is. Good. Yeah. Wow, is this part of the game that I start to regret what I did in the first year? Uh, we'll yeah. see. I that hope you will enjoy your life in general, maybe. <laughs> well, that's for sure. Yes. Okay. Where is this revenue coming from while you're out having fun? I think it was his parents. Oh, that was so oh, right. Wow. That was okay. Not necessarily. Maybe he earns also some money. Oh. Well, I suppose Are you so. at work or not? I don't know. I suppose in this game, should I be? Should I have a job or not? Mm. No, I'll think that through. I suppose that means I don't. Actually, <laughs> just a question: Do I want one? What's going on with the house over there? Chris? Okay, the White family. So I took out five thousand euros, and the interest rate is four percent. So I owe the bank. 200 euros a year, is that correct? Exact. Okay. That's right. Uh -huh, but you have annual revenues of 2,000 euros. I do, so I should be able to make those payments. I yeah. think so. You're right. swimming in it. Absolutely. Okay, so that was the second year of the game. Wow, now let's move on. Where, where do we get to now? What's, what's the next step? I'm, well, my I, holiday is long gone and my car, I probably crashed it by now, but let's see, we've still, we still got the money going on. Well, I imagine that everything keeps on going the same way the second year, except for Sophie, you you get your deposit back because you only deposited for two years. Yes. Indeed, I have to return to you principal and interest this yes. time. Mm -hmm. So you get your... And if I reinvested, if I deposit it again... I, uh, you're welcome. You make, you're welcome. But would you make a special effort for the interest rate? Well, I'm afraid that, uh, well, interest rates are still very low, so probably I will keep the interest rate as they are. 
mm, I might go to s somewhere else then. Yeah, actually, but now you pointed <laughs> a risk indeed if the market would have moved and if other banks offer higher rates. Obviously, as a bank, probably I would have to align now. And that would indeed mean that I will have to pay in the future to you more interest on your deposit while still getting the same amount of interest from the loans. So indeed, it will have an impact on my profit. Yeah, but do you want to keep the customer or not? Yes, clearly. In, in an environment where interest rate would have increased, I would have to accept to pay you a higher interest rate. That's for sure. Okay, I will check around first. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. Yeah. So she drives a very hard bargain. And then for, for me and for Chris, it's the same thing, right? Just paying back to the bank. That's right. it, right? Yeah. Same thing this year again. Indeed. As long okay. as you pay, I'm happy. Oh, okay. Yes. And then, and this keeps basically... This keeps on going year after year, right? Indeed. Unless... After three years, next. actually, after three years, you need to give oh. me back the full amount of the loan on the uh -huh. house. Uh -huh. So I think, well, mm. with what you have earned every year, I think you should be able to pay out, right? I should be able to, yes. So I took out 5,000 euros, is that right? Yeah, that's, that's okay. Well, thank you then. Okay. Then deal you, is settled gonna, now. Give it back. <clears throat> well, I'm going to. I have enough. I think I have enough money now. I've been earning two thousand a year, so. Yeah. Okay. So you're paying well, back the five thousand loan and yeah. two hundred interest plus, for this year. Plus the interest. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he's now the happy owner of his house mm -hmm. without any pledge mm -hmm. to the bank. So good for uh -huh. him. Okay. Yeah. And I'm paying back interest again from yeah. my five hundred that I get. I'm paying back another uh, another three hundred. Yeah. So that I can keep driving my car around. Well, don't you need you to return the whole thing, though? I well, think you're, you're crashed. Mine was a six-year. Mine was oh, a six-year. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. As long as it pays, I'm fine. I thought you All crashed right. your car, didn't uh, you? Uh, yeah, I think I crashed. I, th I, I fixed it. Okay. <laughs> you know, I took it to a guy I know. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's imagine so, it's, it's year six. You have to return your the, the, the whole thing. You have to return your money. Yes. Okay, so uh, what what actually, Vincent, what happens if he actually did crash his car? Well, it's okay as long as he pays me the full amount he owes me. Mm -hmm. So that's to start with. Now, given your annual revenue, I think that I hope you have somebody else to support you. Remember, I talked about your parents mm -hmm. because I'm afraid that maybe if you have not earned more, we may be, you may be short of cash to pay me the... No, actually, I, I, I crashed my car. Uh, my parents have disowned me. Um, no one's going to give me any money. I've spent all the rest of my money. I've got nothing. And the insurance? Yeah, that, that's, that's I, just got, I do have my 500. Uh, he forgot to take out insurance. Oh, you didn't take the insurance, did you? Insurance? No, I didn't have the money because I was paying it all to the bank. Oh. But okay. okay. So you are in default. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, well, that might well, that's not my you're problem, now, no? is it? I mean, it's, it's, it's your problem. You're He's the in bank. Prison now. Right? Well, first it's your problem because, I mean, you are not off, off the hook like this. But, mm. okay, it became well, we'll also my problem now. Indeed. We'll assume that I survived the car crash. But anyway, yeah. yes, carry on. But indeed, it becomes my problem as well because... Uh, because I want my money back. I want, I want to cash out my 4,000 or however much I had 
Yeah, I have 4,000. But I'm afraid that uh, because of uh, bad defaults, I'm maybe not be able to pay you the full amount. Uh Aha. So that's another risk. It's indeed a risk. I took uh, credit risks, probably too much credit risk, which materialized. Mm -hmm. And as a result, I've been put in default by my client. And now I'm afraid I cannot really pay you the money back. So basically, and the way you should have been managing that credit risk is to charge even a higher, higher rate from Matt? Or how, how would you have, like if you were, this is, if this you were is a one prudent option. banker? I would have re- charged more, but probably it. from the beginning I would have rejected the, the ah. loan. Hmm. Oh, because I would, right. have, I would have paid more attention to the fact that you had low revenues, hmm. that actually you were not really very reasonable investor. Mm-hmm. I think keen <laughs> listeners of this, of this show have figured, figured that out. Yes, that, yes, that, yes. Yes. <laughs> and from the very first place, probably I should not have granted the loan to you. That's probably the conclusion. Yeah. Ah. That's how you manage credit risk. Is uh-huh. too. So really, it's your fault I crashed my car. Uh, not really about your car, <laughs> but it's my fault to have accepted that risk, for sure. Well, you ah. would, yes, you wouldn't have had a car to crash had it not been for the bank. What happens when a bank goes into default? What does happen? Well, before reaching that, before reaching that level, there are there are no mechanism in place. Mechanisms in place. Uh, first, the bank will be expected to trigger recovery plans. So, which basically means that a bank will have to monitor the evolution of the credit, and in due time, already activate a number of measures to to remedy to the issues faced. Mm-hmm. One of the measures could be to ask for more capital. Mm-hmm. So, and then I become again solvent, and then I can continue to serve first to operate, and then to serve to serve my clients. Hmm. There's 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 also the insurance for depositors like European wise. True, but that it's uh, coverage for you. Yes, so yes, not indeed. for the bank. Yes, so it, it yeah. helps it helps me exactly. Me so if I default and if I'm registered as a bank uh, authorized to operate in the market, that indeed this insurance will will indemnify mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And if a bank cannot recover by itself, then it enters into another phase, which is called resolution, where some of the other creditors of the bank may be asked to participate to, to what is called the, the, the bail-in of the bank. And if it's not enough, then it's really the default and possibly the liquidation of the bank. Hmm. All because I crashed my car. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, well, at well, least in this context. Well, we, we've talked about liquidity risk, mm. which was when if I uh, wanted to cash out more than the bank expected me to. We've talked about the interest rate risk, which was when Sophie suddenly wanted uh, a larger interest payment on, on her deposit than, uh, than you were planning for. Um, and uh, we talked about the credit risk scenario when, when uh, Matt, you crashed your car, which was unexpected, and uh, were therefore um, left the bank out in the cold, so to say. What, what other risks are there for a bank? Well, FX risk is another one that we can mention. FX is? Foreign exchange. Mm-hmm. And actually, I mean, we briefly touch upon it I mean, for instance you gave me dollars mm-hmm. and I had to exchange it against euro 
let's assume that between the time I make this initial exchange and the time I make the final exchange to return you the money, the FX rate has moved. Maybe from the same amount of euro, I will get less dollars or to pay you in full the dollars I owe you, I would need to give more euros. That could have an impact on my revenues, on my profits. Mm-hmm. Or even in the very severe scenario, could even lead to a to a loss or a default. Mm-hmm. Extreme scenarios. Hmm. So I think I think we can probably say that we have a winner of the game. I think Sophie, you, they definitely won. You came out with a much better financial situation than any of us. I guess Chris got a house out of it. Second place, but, yeah, second place. Uh, I, I think you're feeling fairly confident. Uh, boring, but you can stable. S- you can step onto the rostrum for third place and you get the bronze medal. Well, yeah, you're you're, mm-hmm. you're definitely not on the rostrum. I got yes. to drive a fancy car and I went on a nice holiday, so I'm all right too. <laughs> you might be better than what the others about at me? the end. <laughs> what about the well, poor yes, banker? The banker. The poor yes, banker. I think we should have some sympathy for bankers here, shouldn't yes, we? Yes, you know, he's trying whole... to run a business with nothing more than two thousand euros. <laughs> But there's a couple of other risks that we wanted to ask you about. What's reputational risk? Well, it's the risk of um, for the bank because of a reputational event to either have lower revenues or potentially to be fined. I mean, that can happen as well. And ultimately, you can have just clients moving away from a bank because mm-hmm. it has a best reputation. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I guess reputation risk could also lead to liquidity risks in the sense that if you have a reputation risk event, that could trigger a lot of people wanting to cash out of the bank or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A bank run sometimes is based on, uh, it starts with rumors that are sometimes based on uh, reputation, reputational, reputational issues. That's exactly what happens in uh, Mary Poppins, if you remember that film. The bank actually has a run on the bank because they're trying to take two pence, two pennies off the little boy. And then everyone rushes in and says ah, they won't give him well, his money. Yes, well, yeah. mm-hmm. What does the term business risk mean? Well, business risk is a more generic term about your the risk of not conducting your business properly in the fact that you don't have a clear strategy or the market environment you operate in is changing dramatically and you cannot really follow or catch up. Uh, it's also linked sometimes to strategy of a bank. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Well, we have a very clear strategy here on this podcast, which is that we keep it to a certain time because that's what people like to listen to. So we're going to end our game here. We're going to say thank you to Chris and Sophie for being here and playing the game and winning it. Well, thank you. <laughs> it was really uh, very impressive. Thank you for inviting and us. Thanks to Vincent for coming here and, and explaining all these things and for being a good sport about having to be the banker. Thank you, Vincent. Thank you. I won a prize. A prize? For the Bank Vincent game? What kind of prize do you want? Mm, yes. What to get someone who has everything? You do. I know. Maybe, maybe from now on you can introduce me on the show as the winner of the banking game. Oh, you really are a prize. I don't think you won. Sophie did better than you, and so did Chris. So I'll just introduce you by your impossibly long Twitter handle, uh, which you could now change, actually. It's a, it, right now, it's, you can reach out to Allah by tweeting to at Allah Tankler, A-L-L-A-R-T-A-N-K-L-E-R. But it could actually be 
Uh, you can reach out to Allah by tweeting to at the guy who came third in Bank Vincent game when there were only four people playing. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Um, well, you can also reach out to Matt by tweeting to EIB Matt. Uh, let or, us or at the guy who came last in Bank Vincent. Yes. Uh, let us know about other finance-related games we could try or by financial terms and concepts we could um, explain in future, in future episodes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and rate it. And tune in again next week for the next episode of A Dictionary of Finance.